calling in from New York City, Michael Nankirola on the podcast. I gotta talk to my OBGYN. Dude, what's going on? You gotta get in paps me. (laughs) (laughs) You do. I think you do. I don't know. I think it's once every... How often do you gotta get those things? They sound awful, dude. I have no idea. I I don't want it. I think it's at least once a year, right? No, it's not. It's got to be at least. It's got to be recent. Uh, my guess would be two times a year. You think they got to go in there scrape stuff out two times a year? I don't know, dude. <laughs> I don't. I don't like. <laughs> I, it. I don't think. I don't like. I don't it. think that that's something that should happen, but I guess it should happen for health, you know. I don't know about health, dude. <sighs> I gotta get health insurance. What do I know about health? <laughs> I don't know what anyone knows about their own health. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know shit about health. Cute sweatshirt you got going on. He's my guy. He's my guy. He's my yeah, guy. he's a gang a Gengar looking fellow. He's my guy. Or I feel like you would be. I don't think you'd be a ghost type trainer. Um. Maybe we. Sh- maybe we should save that for later, but because it's a whole topic. But I don't know what trainer you would be. I can't think of it. Um, <laughs> that's actually a good one. I don't really don't know, because I'm trying to base I don't know. I'm trying to base it not off of what I would want to be, but what I think I would be. What do you think it would be? I I don't I don't know. My guess, my guess would be electric. Okay, but I could see that. But I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be yearning for a different experience. I think dark would be sick, like a dark okay. type. So you want to be an edge lord, but you can't. You got too much energy. I just want to be Umbreon. <laughs> got too dude. much power. I just want to be Umbreon. I can see that for you. Thanks, man. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you gotta be. You gotta. I think it's something you could pursue if you wanted to pursue that kind of lifestyle. And I think it's it's something I can attain. You know, I think it's something I'd be in a, my grasp. I'd be a fighting. I'd be a fighting trainer for sure. Yeah, yeah, fighting. No, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be a fighting. What do you think I'd be though? I have a vague idea. I think I have. I think I know. Um, <laughs> normal type. What? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> That's so fucked up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that you said that about me. No. You think I'm a normal type person? No. <laughs> no. I just thought that'd be the funniest typing to give anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's such an Like, no one wants to be normal. <laughs> I feel like I'd be a psychic type. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely it. That's definitely it. You think that's definitely it? I could be wrong. I'd say it's... That or- I think it's either a psychic or um, fire, but like a concealed. Fire. Well, because like I'm thinking like like a Charmander, right? Where like you know he's down and he's like you know he's a solid guy, but it's, if he's like tame enough, his flame is really small or not exist. Like you know, it's just not. <laughs> but then when he goes off, I mean, he goes <laughs> off. <laughs> I think you're one of the only people in my life that knows. The deep-seated rage that I have. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> and honestly, I think the only reason that that's the case, that you are maybe one of the only people that knows of that part of myself, is because I've 
you're probably the only person I've assaulted in my I, life. I bring it out. <laughs> I bring it out. <laughs> yeah, I bring it out. I hate you. Yeah, I'm the one that gets flipped at track meets. <laughs> I know, dude. I was so pissed. Dude. I was trying to talk to ladies for the first time. And, that you, was... and you were like, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. And I was like, I'm going to kill this kid. That I'm was trying to so talk to these funny. cute girls. I was so pissed. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever harmed a... a another human being more physically than i, I have you. you even my brother even my brother <laughs> you flip me you push me into thorn bushes yeah. I, a lot of <laughs> a lot of stuff has happened to you from me uh, and i feel bad about it then i want to formally apologize that was for so all my transgressions. No, it's all worth it and it was all well deserved <laughs> <laughs> yeah you were a little shit um <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely um all right i'm gonna play the intro right now and i have no other way to transition that that's fine happy day Hey, how you doing? It's the Who You Looking At podcast with Michael Magarola. And Ben Lewis. And if you're listening to this right now, you are trapped. If you know us in real life, you need to send each of us $5 on Venmo. Plus two zeros. Plus two zeros at least if you care much about us. Send me $3,000. Send me $3,000. I, I trying need to it. to build up some fun. I'm trying to get my <laughs> bank higher than it is. <laughs> i'm trying to get more money than is in my piggy bank right now i think that'd be a good idea for both of us yes yes then how are you how have you been how's your day how's your week i talked to you monday oh uh, yes it's going uh it's going what's going it's just going you know i uh i've i've been yeah. uh doing some numbers i've been um I've been getting some work done. Today was very productive, but um That's good. Yeah, I I did some numbers recently out of genuine curiosity and because I knew I already mentioned I was going to do this, but um so I I valued my pops. Oh yeah. So this was the news I sent I, I messaged you and I wanted to wait for the podcast. Okay, I'm very excited. I always like it when you send me those messages. Okay, because it's a, it's an anticipation for the rest of the week. I was gonna say I don't <laughs> I don't want to build it up too much because it's nothing like <laughs> I'm not gonna be dropping bombs on here. But um, you've dropped some bombs though. I have. I have. The time you peed in the car multiple times that was a bomb to put to put on the pod. Dude, pass. the fact that that was we were doing that during that time like we were like recording yeah, that was a long time ago. then is crazy. almost at 100 episodes then because oh yeah we're all, we're so we're goddamn close and we're hoping we're to try to there. do some nice shit for that Ooh, we're gonna elevate <laughs> um and uh no but i mean that was like peak pandemic that was like yeah that was like me waiting outside of a dmv for seven hours pissing in bottles <laughs> Yeah, man, we started in, uh, I don't want to go too much on a tangent because you're talking about pops, but we started in September 2020. That was, you know, peak, peak times. Yeah, dude. Jeez. Holy yeah. shit. Back when the, back when the plague was rolling. Through. <laughs> back when everyone was getting taken by the ick. <laughs> uh, I, I haven't heard that term. Talk <laughs> about your pops. I need to go let my cat in the room. No problem. I'll keep going. 
Uh, so basically I have, I believe when I counted like 56 or 58 pops or something like that, uh, most of them are the regular size small ones. And then like five of like the jumbo boys, uh, Mm -hmm. and, uh, I, uh, so I, I went onto a website called like pop pricing something and it seems like to be a, oh, that's a Kima cat right there. Kima cat, Kima cat. Kima looks so. <laughs> it looked Kima looked so like belittled in that moment of you like hoist any cat that's lifted like that just looks like <laughs> they're being like hung up onto a wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I I valued out all of them. I put all the pricing. I wrote everything down because obviously I'm going to be selling them. So. I want to know, you know, what I'm getting into. Right. Of all of the pops. Now, I'm including all of the ones in this number. All of the ones, including what I'm not selling, is is in it. So, okay. given that knowledge, how much do you, would you would you get, guess? I give you th- three numbers. No, two numbers. Give me two numbers. Can you give you... me an? Can you give me a number of uh, pops that you're selling? Um, yeah, like 50, it's like 58 or something like that. 58 individual pops? Um, I think that's, that's my total. So like everything I'm talking about here is including everything. There's nine in front of me that I'm not selling. Okay. Holy shit. That's so many pops. I've determined Uh, that these nine I'm not selling for the time being at least. Okay. Okay. At, so... At least, bare minimum, I'm going to add a zero to each one. You know, I'm going to add some, 10 each, at least, in my opinion. Okay. That's what I think. All right. Maybe not. Maybe that works. Maybe that doesn't work for every one of them, but, it, like, you know, averaging out at least. It, so that's it, at least around 500 bucks. Sound thought process? I'm going to say between 500 bucks and $1,000, because I feel like some are worth a lot of money. I'm going to be honest with you. You are off, so let's you know you are off. Let's say let's take the median of those two. Let's say seven fifty as an average. Okay. Um, so you're definitely closer than I thought you were going to be. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Um, but it is fourteen hundred dollars. Holy fuck! <laughs> what the hell? That's that's insane, dude. You would not believe some of the ones that are a part of this that I. Yeah couldn't give two shits about and they're worth so much money really like so what about them is it the rarity of them is it the you I, just got it at a good time and they've appreciated over time i'll put it this way almost all of them here i bought myself from a store like from just a regular store i don't think i paid right. anything more than what the retail price of them are because right. either they were gifted to me which i would say was maybe a handful of them and then I just bought them when I saw them come out over the yeah, years. Yeah, and I've been I've been to Comic Con with you pretty much every time you've gone. I don't know in general. Yeah, and I don't think I've seen you buy them once because there at those like specialty spots exactly where you, you, know, you charge a ton of money. Well, like I'll look at it and I'll be tempted, and you'll see me tempted every single the whole walk through Comic Con is me getting tempted by different pops, but I never once yeah, pulled the trigger, and I'm proud of myself for that. I'm 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 half proud, half not, because I look back at ones that I saw like seven years ago, and the prices of those things are insane. Anyway, yeah, um, 
some of the ones that caught me like extremely off guard. For one, uh, you ever watch Big Mouth? I I know it, but I haven't watched it. So you know the hormone monster, like one of the main characters. Yeah. Yeah. I have the hormone monster in a pop. Okay. The hormone monster is seventy dollars. Wow. What the fuck? Dude, I bought that when I think I was working at Barnes and Noble, still in college, and I just. At that, and I haven't okay. I haven't even finished the last two seasons of the show because I kind of just got bored of it. I'm not really, I'm kind of done with it. Yeah. But in the beginning, loved it. I saw the hormone monster. Bought it. Turns out seventy dollars. Wow. Uh, I have one that I got from like a mystery box that I opened that a friend gave me for my birthday. Uh, it's from the old movie gar or not movie. Uh, cartoon show gargoyles did you ever watch that yeah i loved gargoyles so okay i think i remember you telling me that i never watched it and i never got into it i don't get it honestly i don't even like the design of any of the characters i think it's really weird but yeah. i have one of the characters uh angela and it's, it has like the gamestop sticker on there okay and it's like an exclusive thing angela where is that one uh 22 Okay. So I'm like, think ones that I like thought were just like, cause some of them in there are like two bucks. Like I have a Bulbasaur okay. that's like uh, an all like silver Bulbasaur. That's two dollars, cause I guess it was Weird. a lot made or something. Interesting. Um, I have Danny DeVito as the troll from like the Troll Toll thing. People that have watched <laughs> it would know. Do you know <laughs> Do you it? Really? I, I mean, I know it. Yeah. Um, I so, didn't know you had that. Yeah. I so, commented on that. I found that like I don't even I didn't remember having it because I'm like looking through my wall and when I when I was pricing everything and I just found it, I'm like oh yeah that's right I do have that and uh, he was if I can even fucking there's this list is so long uh, he was 44 wow yeah do you think that the price um, jumps are mostly to do with like cultural capital like people really want the Danny DeVito pop. So they're like, okay, if I find it, I would be willing to pay more. Or is it like rarity of the specific item that's more important in this case, do you think? I think it's a mixture of both because I I, I mean, I learned all of this within the last, I knew a little bit because obviously I collected the pops, but I wasn't like crazy deep into it. I kind of just got the ones that I liked. I wasn't really searching for like your quote unquote yeah. pop grails. Uh, but from what I did know, so there's, like, the regular version, and then there's, like, stickered ones. Any of the stickered ones are, like, the Hot Topic exclusives, the Barnes & Noble exclusives, like, all of those. Uh, yeah. And those have a little bit to play in it, but, yeah, it's a mixture of how few of that, ver like, particular pop they made and how popular it is to fans or whatever. So, like, right. you know, for instance, I have... Some these are some of the ones I'm not selling, uh, but like you'd be surprised. Like my Avatar ones, not all of them are really doing too well. Like I have this one that I love, which is Ang with Momo. Yeah, and he's only like I don't know, like eighteen buck or like twelve dollars, fifteen bucks or whatever. Uh, so I have no problem keeping that, and also I liked it anyway. Yeah, what are you? So what are you keeping? I'm but keeping I'm that that Aang. I'm keeping the Mew. 
Okay, uh, guy. which I didn't want to get rid of, but I would have if I had to. It's just going for like ten bucks. Uh, this Jake the dog, which is also going for like only fifteen. Jerry Garcia, okay. which I got as a gift for Hanukkah this year from, or you know, last year from my brother's girlfriend. Uh, now realizing what she might have spent on this, this thing is sixty-five bucks. What the Jerry Garcia one? Yeah. Oh my god. I thought she just found it somewhere because they do a lot of those artist and musician pops. But yeah. from what I looked up, there's no like she had to have bought it on a third market or whatever. Um so she's trying to get into the family for sure. Though. Oh yeah. So I have <laughs> <laughs> I have this uh metallic bemo and he is Oh, that's so good. He's 60. Uh I love that. I have the Lich and the Lich is 80. Yeah. Uh, wow. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. And then I have another BMO, which is worth dog shit. And then the obvious two that you were there with me, the signed ones. Yeah. Those signed ones, um, it's hard because there are signed ones out there, like when I looked up. So it was kind of easy to price the Oppa one. That one was evenly set at 125 Wow. And... Wow. The Zuko one, I basically did like a similar thing where I took the value of the pop alone and then I just like added a hundred bucks on top of it, which is kind of seems to be what people do for most of like the, at least with these actors. And uh, yeah. yeah, so like 125 each for both, like for, for both of them. There. Wow. That's yeah. Amazing. And so, yeah. How I'm, are you, were you doing your own research about like, what other ones we're going for, like the exact ones we're going for? Did you like go to the shop and say, here's what I got? Um, what are the prices for this? Like, what do you want? No, I searched it up online. I went to the pop pricing thing online and I searched mm -hmm. it up. And what it does is it takes websites like eBay and other, you know, uh, uh, what is it? Just like people run... Like, like, so, uh, why can't I think of the, the word like solo? No. What the fuck? Indi so, individual like... seller, individual seller. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. So it, it's just like another, like they t take all individual seller websites and they find the prices that people have listed of the same item and then take the average from it. Gotcha. So like okay. there are listings for like these, like that's just like as a safety, like the middle average price of them but there are listings for higher and then there are some listings lower gotcha it all depends on condition too so like i don't know what i'm gonna get for them because i'm gonna bring them to a store not only is does the store have to make money so they're gonna be you know giving me less money anyway but they're also going to be taking in the condition of the items which i as not the biggest pop person like, like not the biggest collector haven't really paid attention to condition like when i buy them i try to make sure it's in a good box but if there are no others I'm, but i'm gonna buy it anyway yeah okay on average like are you paying standard price for these things like is it and what 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 is that price is it like 15 bucks 10 bucks yeah it's all of these i got as a gift or for like the retail price and i think Wow. For a long time, they were always like 10 bucks, 12 bucks, and I think yeah. recently they're like $15. And now, also, they kind of changed the prices of some, some of the other ones, like special edition ones are like 20 bucks or whatever. And like 
those large ones I have down there, like um, like the Naruto character where it's uh, Jiraiya on the Toad, it's like a bigger boxed one. Right. Those are obviously like twenty five bucks retail. Um, but that particular one sells for sixty right now. So like, wow. The the big ones are actually my my. I'm making like four hundred off of the big ones alone. That's insane. Yeah. Damn. So what's the next step? Are you like going to the shop and just in like a gigantic cart through the mall? <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> Be I'm, like, okay, you guys. I'm here. Take <laughs> it. Take my bobs. Take all this stuff. Give me the cash. Come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, or do you have to shop around and be like hey who what do you want to take what do you want to take That's it's really stuff. funny it's like really professional it's by appointment only uh there's a buying manager that has to be there that does it with you and they were fully booked today so i would have done it today but they didn't have anything today and they only do it monday okay. and wednesday so okay i have to see if i can do it this wednesday but it, it's always so hard because i don't know if i have a shoot that day or not right okay but yeah so I, I wish that, you luck. That's so exciting for you. Dude. It was a That's bit longer a to investment. go through that process, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Never in a million years would I have thought that this was such a great investment. <laughs> dude, this is why these things were swarming every store. Exactly, <laughs> dude. When, when every like you would buy a pop, and then like you would see that same pop months later. <laughs> like, yeah, I was also the kind of guy. I was like, you're not going to take it out of the box. Like, why? <laughs> but and, obviously i didn't view them as anything other than like desk you know little decorations and, and that's stuff. the thing i don't like like i said i don't see myself as being a huge pop collect i mean i collect them but i'm also a collector by heart so it's not necessarily the pops yeah. that gets me it's just me as a whole and yeah <laughs> yeah it's a problem and i know it's a problem but i have a collecting problem too i just have been being i'm obsessed with collecting money at this point you, and i feel like... which is a way better collection i think i would rather have I, that's what i'm trying to get i'm trying to build that's my collection of money get. right now that's what i'm trying to build <laughs> that's when you really start for better or for worse you know you get, you get to an extreme obviously but i don't know it's so funny um but yeah i it's so exciting. I, I have no pops in New York City. I, I left them all in New Jersey. I'd be interested to know which ones you have because I would look them up to see the price. Because, like, dude, it's it's honestly yeah. – it was the – ice. it was, like, 3 a.m. when I was doing that because I couldn't fall asleep. And I yeah. and I was curious – like, because I knew I was going to sell them. And it was 3 a.m. and I looked at them and I was like, yeah, let me just look up the price of one of them. And yeah. the, uh, the, the hormone monster was the first one I looked up. And when I saw that that was 70 bucks, I was like, what the fuck? And I spent like an yeah. hour doing it. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm trying to think of the ones I got. I got Newt Scamander from the Fantastic Beasts series. Yeah. I got um, Batgirl, like a standard classic comic version Batgirl. I got the same kind of flash pop. Uh... I don't know if I have any other ones. I had a, like a group, like a baby group or something. Um, but all of them were unboxed and like on my shelf and stuff. And yeah. I, I'm sure I threw away the boxes. Because you enjoy life <laughs> and you're not a stickler like I <laughs> well, am. Well, then, you know, I, I think the boxes are good. And the fact that you didn't unbox them means that you're making all this money now. So that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm looking up too to try to see if I could figure out which one you had, but there's so many versions of Newt Scamander, it's hard to tell. Yeah, it was the one you already sold in the um, silver egg. Huh? 
He had what in a wand, his wand in one hand and oh. an egg in the other. I see one with just an egg. Okay. Regardless, he had a wand. The, he had a wand. Yeah. So I see one with a wand. That's nine dollars. One with the egg is twelve. Interesting. So if you combine that, then that's uh. Then that's it. <laughs> that's thirty-two dollars there. <laughs> that's something. That's some cash right there. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, dude. I don't. I don't know. I have. I feel like I don't have a lot of collections. We've been over this almost every but episode. I was gonna I say, yeah. Don't we don't. We, we don't need to beat a dead horse here, but yeah. So that, that's. I thought that was really exciting, and yeah. That is really exciting, dude. I'm so happy for you. That's so great. Thanks, man. And what a relief to have some wall space it's, I, dude <laughs> it's my, got... <laughs> all everyone was saying the same thing i'm like i, I didn't mind it too much <laughs> i know but you didn't mind that you didn't mind buying them and getting them and putting them up i i feel like you didn't mind collecting them obviously so you, yeah, you yeah. obviously want them around you if you had them but yeah my parents look at me and they're like why are you getting rid of all this stuff i'm like i don't know i want money and i don't and i don't need these things <laughs> Right, I I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I need to keep this door open. Also, I look at it. Cat. I look at it as like when the next for when I move next. Hopefully, you know, sooner rather than rather than later. I have less things to move. You know, I have less things to keep oh, track of. Fuck yeah! So like less shoes, less pops, one less guitar. Like, let's downsize. Yeah, I I left most of my crap in New Jersey, and I still feel like I have too much shit here. So. I totally get that. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think people, it, you know, do you know the psychology of like the bulls? <laughs> what? Where it's like, <laughs> there's a psychology around bulls. Where okay. It's like, if you're gonna, let's say for example, you're gonna have cereal. If you pick a bowl that's like this big or like this deep, for instance, for the audio listeners, it's like about three inches deep. <laughs> yeah. Like two and a half, three. <laughs> yeah. You're going to fill that bowl because you think that's a portion of cereal. But if you have a bowl that's like four inches deep, you're going to fill that bowl because you think it's a portion. And I think that like rooms and homes are the same exact way. You're like, I should have this much stuff because it fits in the room. <laughs> it's like, I, I at least that's how I am. Like when I go home to like visit my parents, I'm like, how on God's earth do you have this much crap? <laughs> I, I, like, don't, I, I don't think I the same content. way at all. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I, I it's not it's not bad. It's just oh, Kima, look at this. Look the at this. the cereal bowl is definitely a true thing. Yeah, Kima's all over. She's all over you. Yeah. She wants that tea. She doesn't want the t- literally. She wants the tea. Yeah. She's literally trying. She'll to get burn. It. Oh, that's an ass. That's an ass. <laughs> and, yeah. And, uh, now she's sitting. She's sitting on me. I I just think it's. I could be completely wrong. Maybe I'm just projecting. No, like, I, I think it's definitely – the cereal thing is definitely fact, and I think that's a case for certain people. I – look, I, like, look at my room. I was thinking this, right, about the whole downsizing thing and getting rid of shit, and it's and it's also about clutter, about walking into your – something about walking into a room that has no clutter and nothing. Like, my room is so chaotic. I feel like that amplifies stress in so many ways on – an unconscious level that I will just see all this mess and, you know, be at like an elevated level of stress regardless, because I walk into this room and there's so much shit. Yeah. I, I hear that. 
like if I don't do my laundry and there's like clothes on the floor, I'm immediately more stressed than it would be if it was completely clean or if my bed wasn't made, which it's not, you know, like I, I, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. My, my bedroom. It's all a mental thing. Freaking, it's a total mental thing too. Yeah, totally. It's just like stuff manifests itself physically, yeah. whether it's on your person or in your space for sure. I don't think that's. I don't think that's pretty. If you got a cluttered house, you got a cluttered mind. Yes, and you got to go to the bathroom. You might be constipated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't my don't hold things in. Let it all the, go. My, my dad used to yell at me. You got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> go to the bathroom. <laughs> and you know that's a real fact. Oh, uh, it's real for me too. <laughs> uh, Mike, I also found out about this really crazy sport. That it's I don't know if this is like legit or not, but I'm gonna send you the video. Handball. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, it's it. Text it to me. I'm gonna. It's sending you through uh, Instagram, but Instagram loads extremely slow. So it's a thing called called car wrestling. So I'm gonna send what it. What the fuck? I'm gonna send it to you. You can watch it. I'm gonna play the audio through here, so it'll you can just watch it and react, and I can have the audio going. But it's literally the funniest thing ever. There's like announcers and everything for it. All right, but, I'm not gonna play the sound, but I'm gonna play it in just two seconds. All right. Look, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me let me see. I'm gonna just like edit around this, I think. But it's called car jitsu, man. Car jitsu. Sorry, car jitsu. <laughs> Um, fuck. How do? Where's my Bluetooth? I'm watching it. Oh my God. I'm watching. Should I stop watching? <laughs> should I stop watching? Or should I explain what's going on? Uh, exp- you can explain it. You can explain it. Well, if you're gonna play the audio, I feel like I'll stop. But the the main idea is <laughs> two people get into a car. Into the front oh, right seat, away, and then the there. time starts, and they start beating each other up. Okay, I, I, start, I, like, <laughs> the audio going through the mic right now as you're explaining it. <laughs> oh, I don't hear, I don't hear that. So I'm, I'm just watching this, and he's got the feet on the steering wheel. His ass is right in front of the camera. This is the most dumb sport I think I've seen in my life. This man's trying to strangle him with the seatbelt, dude. He's full on strangling him with the seatbelt around his neck. That's insane. That's part of the rule. That maybe that's maybe that's kind of you have to wait until someone taps. Like this guy, you're watching this guy literally pass out because he's. He's got a seatbelt around his neck, and the guy taps, and now everyone claps. <laughs> and everyone's clapping. And everyone's Jiu-Jitsu clapping. Jiu-Jitsu doesn't have weapons like this. Like, if you see a rock on, on, the, on the street, you're not allowed to throw it at somebody if you do a jujitsu, you know? But, like, imagine, like, <laughs> we are such a intellectual species. And are we, we find <laughs> to a degree. And we have to find so many things to entertain ourselves and mix different things that like, I I mean, I found this out last year or two years ago when it came to um, professional uh, tag, if you remember those. Professional tag is cool. Which is, it's sick. It's totally sick. It's so hard. It looked crazy. It looks so fun. But like. Because that's like, you know, like performing different maneuvers and like acrobatics and stuff like this obviously there's like some merit to the fighting aspect of this but like 
it's so hyper specific. It's ridiculous. And it's like, it's you so have to be, specific. let's say you're a fighter, right? No one's probably going in there without fighting or wrestling experience or whatever. You're taking that into a car and relearning it in a car with all the obstructions of a car. <laughs> Yeah, I just don't think. Like, it, why? I, I, don't think why? Actually, I don't think. And also, do they just have cars on set? Do they have different types of cars? Like, it's it looked oh, like a sedan. That was that car right there was a sedan. Do they have different weight classes? And then different weight classes have to be in larger cars because they're bigger guys. The different like kinds of rate, like you know, in track you have different kinds of races or whatever. And here you have different um, seat positions. Yeah, it's yeah. Like front seat, back seat. One person in the front seat and one person in the back seat. <laughs> trunk. We got trunk play. Dude, he we the, got the, you have outside the, the car, but you have to go in and out of it. In, <laughs> <laughs> you have to you have to like mount in and out. Yeah. Uh, you have to use the sunroof, like, like getting out through the sunroof. The doors can the doors can be open, but you're not allowed to touch the ground. You can't touch the ground, yeah. You can bring <laughs> so someone crawling. through the sunroof and then close it on them. <laughs> Yeah, you can stand on top of the car and throw them off like a sumo wrestler, except they're falling six feet onto the ground. Both elbows the on pavement. the both elbows on the <laughs> pavement, and you're good. You know those car um, window breakers uh, that are in some cars, so that you can like break your window if you just in case something happens. Those are fair game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Glass. Who cares? See, <laughs> Get that. Air. The fact that he, the fact that it's not just a fight in a vehicle. And you can like use the seatbelt to choke someone out is really what's got me about. Dude, I when I so I was watching it, and I again I still can't vouch for whether this is real or not, or if someone just edited this like like that and just put like all sure. the graphics or whatever. It seems like a lot of work for someone to do that, but also very likely because so many people do shit like that. Uh, right. I feel like that's something that like Ani would do. To it's a good gag. I really I would appreciate it if it was if it was fake. It's just so ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, that's so funny. I don't know. There's a lot of weird ass sports out there. I'm trying to make my own, but I have you know. But like, the, you know, they got slapping. I just don't like combat sports too much. I love well, the it. thing is like I, I I I like it to a certain extent if there's like if it's a skill based thing, mm-hmm. uh, which it all it all usually is. But I just don't like the brutality of certain things like. I don't like football, like American football, for the same reason. Like they're just two bulls bashing into each other and just like giving each other three three concussions a year, you know. Yeah, it's I would like, say that's crazy. I like fighting more than I like football, just because football. I mean, it's not for me to begin with, but fighting like the skill, like it goes from everything so minute, from like like your 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 feet placement to your shoulder like everything is all one it's all one thing it's cardio it's having strength it's like some people believe in total strength uh conditioning some people believe in just cardio no strength some people do a mix like there are so many different styles it's just so much to learn about that like when i'm watching it i'm absolutely like puzzled and that's why i find it entertaining and interesting yeah it's really cool i i i think if it was like i really love fencing i watch fencing whenever i can not that i can find it in a lot of places but especially when like the olympics is on that's like the main sport i consume yeah and it's like they took something that was once obviously incredibly violent and deadly and they turned it into a like a purely skill-based sport and i love that Mm -hmm. 
I res- I respect you know people who can do full contact sports like you know MMA and boxing and all this and uh, kickboxing and shit. But and there's obviously no doubt there's so much skill involved. It's just I feel like weirded out by the violence. Yeah, that's just me. As as a lot of people do, so it's not individual to you. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm trying to make my own sport. <laughs> hey man, Profit. we sh- we got to try this. Uh... This car jutsu. Car <laughs> <laughs> jutsu, dude. I feel, I feel like I would die if I tried. I feel like I would actually die. I you like... have to drive though. You have to drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like you flip a coin to be in the driver's seat. In driver's like, seat or not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be bad. Uh, uh, yeah. When yeah. you sent me, when you talked about it, and you said like car dueling or whatever you said first before car jutsu, car wrestling. I thought, Car wrestling, I thought in my brain, I immediately went to like the cars doing. Yeah, the cars, like someone driving a car into another car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Do you do you remember watching that one movie? Um. Oh God, what was it called? Steel something. Oh, something real, steel? real steel. Real steel, the yeah, boxing yeah. movie. I love that movie. I can't but, remember if it was well done or not, but I remember enjoying it when I watched it. I don't me neither. I don't I know don't if it'll hold it up the now. Cheesiest shit in the world, but I remember crying as a child. That's what I'm saying. It probably is really cheesy and not <laughs> great, but I I remember fond things about it. <laughs> There's something about fighting movies that always I instantly cry. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm so I get like if you show me like a really sad scene. I will not cry, most likely. Yeah. In a movie. I'm starting to get a little bit better with that. I don't know why. But like I for whatever reason, something that always gets me is like action scenes. Like when someone like figures something out. Like when okay, a good example was when Hiccup in How Trainer Dragon learns how to fly with Toothless mm-hmm. and he goes on his first flight and he like loses the cheat sheet and he just has to like use his instincts to fly with toothless and he's like weaving and stuff and yeah. then that i sob every time that's I'm crazy fucking ball, i'm bawling every time i think i don't know what it is someone can psychoanalyze me and let me know send me a message on our instagram or something but i would love to hear your thoughts but i for some reason scenes like that or like scenes where someone triumphs or something that's just so cool i'm curious about Here's that too because like yeah you're built different to build different <laughs> well you know I me mean, i don't really cry much at all and i can't even psychoanalyze what it is that does make me cry because i do have memories of like crying at certain oh jesus oh. <laughs> at certain uh genres and certain like moments in a movie but like i don't like for instance like marriage story like i cried at marriage story And like, but not throughout the whole thing. I cried. Oh, I cried during like one or two parts when it had nothing to do when it was like about the kid or something. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. I, 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 that makes sense. Or like, I cried in the beginning, like the first few scenes where I was like, cause there's a period of time where they're like writing what they love about each other. Yeah. 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 And then it, and then the reveal that that's like what they're doing to the therapy or whatever yeah yeah i was like that was that just was a cool intro to the i don't know if i cried because i 
uh, from like a writer's perspective <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. like damn that was really well done fuck you or if i like legitimately was moved by the writing but i don't know since it's so rare for you can you think of a can you think of an example it's that... it's tough i i can't i really can't because like it's so infrequent and when it happens it's not necessarily like your typical sad moment it's more of like a character realizing like the end of something usually that's like a character realizing that like the effort that they had been trying their whole time to like avoid or to fix or whatever falls through and doesn't work out or you know everything is resolved and you know what's the end of the movie but or like the end of whatever it is but nothing good really happens like there's still like a, a sad overtone with it oh my god is kima fucking with it dude kima looks like she's, she's fucking you up she was jumping she jumped from my desk from my uh, bookshelf down here you gotta control her no she's she's been sleeping all day because she's been home alone oh that's why and then she has energy and i came i got home and she ran to me and then i I, you know, was kind of laying down. She was sleeping. Yeah. And now she's now she's pissed that I'm on the phone talking yeah. and doing this podcast. But well, that's okay. Kima, you got like 20 minutes. So fuck you. <laughs> I can't. I I don't know, Ben. I, it's interesting. I I totally understand that being emotional and being moved by that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That makes total sense. Like, I don't know. I I also feel like I don't cry too much, especially with movies. But I've been crying more since I. I don't know why. Maybe I'm more in tune with my emotions over time, especially since the most of the times I remember crying and stuff is like in high school. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, those are like the big like breakthroughs. You're like, wow, this really like got me. I was a big yeah. crybaby crybaby when it came to like injuries, like, and it wouldn't mm-hmm. always be because of me being in pain generally it probably came from like embarrassment because i don't think i ever really truly got that hurt but if i would ever cry after getting hit with something or fall whatever it was just like an like a reaction based off of embarrassment of like having yeah. like eaten that fit like ass and fucking yeah <laughs> taking a tumble you know yeah i remember as a kid i couldn't take i couldn't take the attention mm-hmm. from an adult so like if an adult was like I remember there's, there's, <laughs> you I, couldn't I, like you couldn't take someone and be like hello there. <laughs> no, and no. I mean, well, yeah. I I also had social anxiety and still do. But the main thing is like if I was close enough, where like with someone who's older, and like they're like an uncle figure or something like that. Mm-hmm. Whether whether like they're a friend's dad or like a friend's mom or something, and they were like teasing me. Yeah. Because you know they had every right to, and I was like you know. I was over that house like a billion times a year. Mm-hmm. And never was your parents. I don't really think I can only really think of one example, and it was uh, Mr. Carey. Okay. For people who know who that is, and he was like making fun of me for something. I fucking like started bawling. I was just embarrassed. Oh damn! <laughs> and I was like, "You're my second dad." I didn't say any of that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely that kind of emotion. I don't know what it is, but. I feel like yeah, I just couldn't take the like pressure of someone talking about me. <laughs> I I no, I totally get that too. Actually, I I would actually really uh, un, like be on the verge of tears when someone would be like talking about something that I fucked up with or something like, and yeah, I, and always because I was like, fuck, I can't believe I'm that fucking stupid, and everyone here thinks <laughs> I'm stupid now. 
Yeah, I and like, I don't think that I ever saw that. I would have probably discouraged you from feeling that, obviously. But I, I don't know. I, the only time I think I ever cried from like a peer, like a person our age, mm-hmm. was had to be romantic related. Like had to be like I asked someone out and they said no, and I was like, oh shit, I'm yeah. really bummed out. But yeah. like beyond beyond that, I don't. I think anyone our age made me cry. <laughs> That's really... they, didn't have, they didn't have the authority to make me cry. <laughs> you don't have the fucking authority. <laughs> Mr. Carey does. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I I uh I scare myself because of how infrequently I feel like sad to the point where I cry because I'm like so many people I know are just like even the most like even some of my friends that are like the most like tough like like coarse outside, like nothing penetrates them. And then I'll come into like that. And it will definitely be valid. Like it'll be a problem. That's like family issue, like a sick family member or something. And it'll be totally valid. And I'll see them like crumble before me, Mm. but I could not possibly say the same thing. If that would happen, like it would have to be like, like it would have to be like, my mom or dad or brother like it would have to be like and and, and <laughs> yeah. it sounds really shitty but like it wouldn't even be my grandma or my aunt or my cousins i would be sad but i wouldn't i wouldn't be crying i don't know i don't think i would yeah i mean the only thing i could say about that is like if you're allowing yourself to if you're restricting yourself from feeling anything that's a factor like if you're just like, oh, I can't go to that place because that's too intense. No, it's subconscious, subconsciously or consciously, I don't know. Subconsciously, but, maybe I don't. I couldn't possibly answer that. But it's not even like a suppression. Like I just, I just kind of sit there and sat. Like, like I'll, I just, I don't like the attention. I don't like people seeing my emotions, whether they're happy or sad. I don't like, like I'll get into fits where like I just don't want to talk, and it's the same sort of mentality where I'm like, I don't want to show anyone this. I don't want to speak. I don't want people to hear me. I don't want this, and yeah. I feel that very, very often. So that anytime something emotional happens, like I, don't, I guess it just like it shuts that off. <laughs> I yeah, I I don't know. I'm, I mean, everyone processes everything differently. I, I I know people. I'm dating people. <laughs> You're dating I'm people. Dating, I'm dating a person uh, who, like, if she feels an emotion, it's expressed. Mm-hmm. You know, like whether she likes it or not. And I know a lot of people who are like that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what gender, fuck, fuck, masculinity or feminism. Like, it's just that's who that's how their brain processes information. Yeah. For me, like, I recently, semi recently about half a year ago lost my aunt and like for the i've only really now noticing that like for the past few months there's been like a kind of film of something mm-hmm. happening like but it's just me you know processing it over time and yeah. like i i feel like i rationally processed everything i was like i understood exactly what happened exactly why it happened there were no regrets about the situation at all um on my part or anyone anyone's mm-hmm. part um but like for me i feel like i breathe heavy, heavier like i've noticed myself sighing a lot mm-hmm. and like yeah. having to take like really deep breaths you yeah. know every now and then and not really knowing what that meant until i processed that it's probably the fact that i'm you know dealing with that subconsciously or consciously but the i don't know I, world. I 
the weight of the world. <laughs> but everyone, everyone fucking deals with it differently. I would, I wouldn't feel ashamed, or, like you said, about how you haven't been feeling that stuff. Yeah, I don't never. I don't necessarily ever really feel like that. It's more so like, I'm just. I I'm just like ah yeah. I'm I'm uh, <laughs> I uh. It's I actually really don't really give two shits. I want other people that know me to understand that because a lot of people, even though if they've known me forever, don't understand that. And so like sometimes it 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 results in me exploding, which is a fault on my own. But like if you don't know me like that, and like obviously this is gonna switch it a little bit to something way less drastic. But like in the mornings, I don't like talking in the mornings. Most people know I don't like talking in the mornings. I don't like <laughs> saying hi. I don't like saying good morning. I don't like saying have a nice day. It's my least, those are like my least favorite things ever. And, <laughs> and it's different for friends. Like it's different for certain people. And I don't know why I can't control that. Like if that was like, if you and I were on a trip and we were staying over somewhere, like, ah, morning, man. Like, yeah, morning. Something about that is different for me. But like I walk yeah. downstairs and immediately i'm get like oh how's it going what do you do, you do this what's it i'm like no silence for three hours and then family's different family's totally different i don't it's not always Honestly. family either it's just in general like you know people i've lived with it's it's people yeah. that i see on a daily basis or or like people that i just don't i don't know or just in general in the mornings like even with ani like i didn't say i mean ani was never really up but like, let's say if he was ever up <laughs> yeah. i didn't talk i just left i i don't i don't even say goodbye usually i just leave out the front door and it's so hard i if i ever do say goodbye it's always like because ah. i don't want to i don't want to like i don't want <laughs> yeah, them your to... brain's not your brain's not ready to talk to people yet but they immediately sense. register that as rude like a lot of people and so i try to compensate by doing something but it's so half-assed because i don't want it to... <laughs> well it's not polite but it's not bad i know like, obviously <laughs> Obviously, there's a certain level of like artificial conversation that everyone kind of expects. I can't to fake have. it. I can't fake but it. But <laughs> yeah, you, you know, especially if it's with your family and friends, just be like, I'm not going to fake this. I'm not ready to process a social interaction right now. Fuck off. I need to go to work or something. I fake it when I'm getting paid to fake it. Oh, wait. Well, fuck yeah. Fuck when it, I'm obviously. dealing with clients, when I'm dealing with people, fine. I can fake it yeah, there because you're giving me your money. <laughs> you're giving me compensation for my troubles. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm no fucking. I want to be compensated every time I have to show my emotions. <laughs> I go to. So I, I'm usually there in the office when I'm there in the office, like. 8 45 8 30 i don't know why i always do that i always do the later time first but anyway you know what i mean like yeah, yeah, 8 30 yeah. 45 i that's when i get it and i do that just so i can leave like 30 to 15 minutes early to beat the traffic and stuff mm -hmm. and um my other designer gets in at like seven because he, he leaves at like three so like you know it's usually just the two of us in the morning for at least like 30 minutes to an hour but whenever the like president of the company's there or something, she gets in at nine and she's like, "Hello!" Like, like oh, fucking, yeah. like ready, like bur yeah. like bursting, ready to like talk to everyone. I'm like, ah, I can't <laughs> not say hello. I can't not say hello to the president of the company. I need to turn. I just like immediately turn on. Yeah, as yeah. If it's twelve, and then when she leaves, I'm like, okay, back to. You're dealing with you know. graphic designers, ma'am. Please. <laughs> yeah, I know. Literally, like, we didn't, we Mark's didn't like, please speak like, to me. 
literally we didn't turn the lights on one day we just sat there in darkness okay yeah and started to do our work what i would do but she, that's what i did today <laughs> yeah I'm, well she walked in she's like are you guys asleep <laughs> we're like no <laughs> we're working and you we should totally be like work. we can see the colors better in this light <laughs> <laughs> i can see the rgb i can see the it. rgb <laughs> where are my waveforms at <laughs> it's pure it's pure <laughs> what font style is this <laughs> i read fonts be? better in the dark <laughs> <laughs> i can see the kerning so much easier uh oh, god yeah dude yeah so i i totally get it i'm not i understand Mike, do you remember? I just think you gotta, you gotta, gotta do this. Well, yeah, I do have to do that. Breathe. I gotta breathe and compose myself. Gotta breathe, compose yourself. You gotta sit. You know. Yeah, yeah. I gotta sit more often with myself. Yeah. I'm starting to do that again in the mornings. So is just sit. Yeah. I'm. I have such a bad habit of like immediately waking up and then like scroll over to my phone and then like get my cup of co- cup of coffee. Whereas now I make sure I have like a cup of water and I sit in my room, like fucking like cross-legged in my bed, just like sitting there and staring at nothing or sometimes my eyes closed. <laughs> yeah. I, I do the same. I get up, I take a shower immediately. I go when I'm done with the shower it's usually like 15 minutes. I come back and I sit for 10 minutes. And then usually I have to leave within 10 minutes of that. Being yeah. Over. So I, like I get dressed and pack my shit and head out. I can't do I that. I'm I'm up like three hours early just to make sure I I can sit there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't. I can't do it. I, I wake up at seven every day, which I guess, I don't know. But I also go to sleep at 12, so. I was going to say, I've been having a terrible sleep schedule of going to bed at, like, 1 and waking up at, like, 5. That's ins- I don't know how the fuck you're alive. That's insane. I don't know why I do it to myself, because oftentimes it's just me, like, it's. I think it's me trying to compensate for the fact that I've been doing nothing but, like, work recently, and hmm. not as a complaint, because that's of my own volition and I'm trying to do nothing but work, but that means when I get home at night, and I, because, like, when I get home from work, and this isn't on my boss, this isn't on my company, this is just, like, me. When I get home from work, I generally, like, first thing is, like, I'll eat because I haven't eaten yet in the day. And then I'll hop back on my laptop and continue editing like I was doing in the office. But, like, from a more comfortable in my home, less stakes because I'm not being paid. And this is just more of my time to, like, get extra work done and extra practice in on certain techniques and okay. also watch something in the background. So it feels like I'm not really doing as much work, but I'm doing the same thing. And then yeah. by the time late night comes around, when I'm actually not doing anything, what? It's, let's say it's nine o'clock. I really should have an hour and a half, if not two hours max left in my night to actually do stuff. But I'm like, that's not enough. Like, I just spent my whole day working. I want to fucking enjoy my night and i don't do anything but sit on my fucking bed and watch stuff and and play something or whatever and then i'm up to like fucking one or two (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i don't know i i try to block out a schedule like of what a what a day should be in Mm -hmm. an ideal week and um i designated like certain days to doing personal work 
and then certain days to just like not like today the only thing i got booked after work is this and i I have to do some like marketing stuff for the podcast but beyond that like i'm pretty much done yeah and i that gives me the freedom to do more work if i want to but it's like a choice Mm -hmm. instead of being like yeah i I need to do certain things yeah because the need's not great for me. I don't like that word need. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel Sometimes good. It's too overwhelming. <laughs> and it's, it's probably not good to use it too because that just like switches your mind to like once you know you have to do it or you, or you need to do it, you're like, oh, I don't want to fucking do it because you know you need to do it. Uh, yeah. Or well, you, then you're or justifying you... it as like, as like spending your time and it's like yeah. you're – you know, like I'm spending my precious time on this. Is it worth it? And then like after that questions proposed, that's usually hard to trick your brain into doing it. Yeah. But I've gotten much um, better at like, uh, getting over like the, the lulls of having completed small accomplishments throughout my day at work and then not feeling the need to do that later on and then becoming lazy with my own work. Because now that I'm like, I'm con- like, dude, I, like I have to, I have to like edit, I'm editing something every day. I'm always editing, which is like awesome, which is great. Cause I need to be doing it every day, but I'm also posting every day and I'm doing like, I'm editing and I'm thinking of like, right now I'm thinking after this, um, I'm probably going to go like smoke and, and, and like do the schedule for next month. <laughs> like do the content calendar for next month because I haven't done it yet. And my one coworker's like, Oh, did you start the content calendar for next month? I'm like, no, (laughs) because I'm like, it's just dude posting seven days a week is fucking hard, dude. (laughs) Yeah. It's insane. I mean, it's it's fun and it definitely push. Oh, Jesus. It's fun. And it it definitely pushes a creative, like, juices it forces you to be creative with stuff because you need to post it so that's good but it's it's a lot yeah i post two times a week for whitby um on top of all the other crap but that's like my main thing is to post two times a week and usually like when we had like a big meeting and the president was like i want to stray away from the more cartoony style of stuff and i was like great because <laughs> that takes the longest to do. Yep, yep. <laughs> I a custom illustration every week or two versus a photograph that was in the archive is like, you know, unbelievable. World's different. different. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so, not that I my job's easy at all. Like I have like fifteen things to do. I couldn't but, do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I that's what I'm saying. Like we both have like just like shit we have to keep track of with these schedules too and and like for instance like today like i was so happy that i got so much shit done today because i got all of the stuff that i needed to get done like that was for today and filmed like four reels while we're at like the office and i don't have any none of it's edited all of it's just like footage but like mm-hmm. part of the struggle is like that's part of the daunting task is just the footage like Granted, I don't want to be really, I don't think I ever really want to be a full editor. So I, I kind of have come to know that. Uh, but 
if they had just give, if they if I'm just given footage, that's one thing, right? That's like already half the not even half, like three quarters of the process is already mitigated by that because all I need is all I have is footage and I just make something out of that. But it's thinking of the lighting for each shot, where we're doing each shot, how the edit's going to be, then filming it for the edit so that I can then edit it later. And today we did three of them and now none of them are ever like, I don't know if you've ever like watched any or like the social media or whatever, but none of them are ever like crazy, crazy, but like we're trying to get them to be at that point and putting that on an output of a post a day makes it crazy. Yeah. Are you still on the schedule where you're only technically supposed to be working 25 hours? No, I don't know if you want to talk about that on the podcast. Yeah, no, I don't care. That's that's all I do work. Okay, okay. As long as you're only working that amount of hours, that's oh oh no no no. That's that's all I. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Like that's all I do work. Okay, gotcha. I get I get paid for twenty five, and then of my own volition, I come in. Like for instance, I pace my my shifts out, so I am responsible for me clocking in. We have like an old fashioned like timestamp thing. Uh, and I just have to keep track of my hours for the week and make sure they don't go over 25. So I try to pace them. Like today I got in at nine 30 and I clocked out at three 30, but I stayed till, you know, four 30 okay. because I was like still finishing stuff up, but I want to like monitor my hours so that like today it was just six hours tomorrow. I'll do like six hours. And then yeah. by the time Friday comes, I usually don't have any hours left and I'm just like there just, yeah. as normal i'm like i'm in a tricky spot and i don't know how much i want to say on the podcast but like they gave me like five projects to do at once mm-hmm. like i don't i'm at the point now where i like have to do shit off hours and i'm salary so like i can't claim overtime yeah and like my pride is so bad <laughs> because my pride's like you better not work a cent over what they're paying Mm -hmm. like get they if they're not paying you you know get the fuck out of the office all this other stuff but also i'm like i need to get this shit done (laughs) yeah and some of this just been on the books for like a lot longer than they were anticipating because they keep giving me new shit to do they're like oh can you do this project it will take you to like you know eight hours i'm like great that's a full work day but like I also have these other four projects to do that will take a full work day. Yeah. So that's like maybe a, maybe a full week's work if it actually only takes eight hours each one mm-hmm. and it actually is supposed to be taking eight hours. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's just, yeah. It's just it keeps fucking, building from there. And, and it's packing on. From there, it's just about like, I just think about like communication and just making it known that like it's so hard with the amount of jobs that they're giving you to do with you being your sole person and then like one other person or two other people whatever it's a small team yeah and that they're imposing all of these tasks and i think from a position of someone working within like a corporation like for instance with me right my boss and my coworker, like they know how long it should take to do something and they know like they're all working in that area your bosses yeah. aren't working in your field. So they don't know. Right. They might have some idea and I'm not, I don't know anything about them, but like they don't for them. <laughs> okay. So then just, they don't have any idea of what you do or what it takes to go into it. And so 
on their part, that's their part as a job, as a, as a boss. And as someone who delegates projects, that's their job to know how long it would take their team to do something. And if they need to bring outside, outside help or spread it more. Yeah. That's, that's, I, I'm, that's I'm the person's really, job. I'm really good at expressing like, Hey, this is a lot of work to do. I can't do all of it right away. Like, what is the priorities? And they're really good about giving me what that priority list is. And I'm really good at following that list. Yeah. You know, like I don't stray from that. The only problem is that like, if something's pushed on the back burner, it's going to come to bite me in the ass. If Always. a very, or if, an, if a very urgent thing comes along that has to derail everything. Yeah. Like, you know, social media for me is the only, the only reason it's a killer for me is because it derails everything I'm doing. Like I have to stop what I'm doing and do social media because it's going out today or Cause tomorrow. Because it's a time sensitive thing, yeah. Right, and there's like, because it's the end of the year, I think that's a huge reason why I'm so fucking busy. Because I do a lot of the financial reports for the company, mm-hmm. and we're a publicly traded company, so like we legally need to report literally everything. Yeah, because you know people have to know for legal reasons, and so. I have to do all those and those are like we need to I don't get the information until you know a day or two before it has to legally be distributed with everyone and so that's the main thing that I have to once that's over hopefully it will ease up a bit and I'll be able to like tackle backlog projects but yeah I'm just also like I know I physically can do the work on my own time and get ahead or you know like break even so to speak I just I don't know I'm battling my own I'm my own pride. You're which, in a different position. Or better. I think I think it's harder like I, I'm trying to think of what I would be doing in your position because it's it's a bit different, right? I'll mm-hmm. you're full time. Um yeah. so that's one thing, right? Given that you're full time and you have full time hours, there's no reason that they shouldn't be giving you project projects that fit within your full-time hours so that you can get them done and you're also not working with a company that is they're not to like a high degree working with you to hone and and further skills that you may not have already right like this is you using you're learning obviously as you go and you're like taking you're you're learning through doing it and through you putting out the stuff the projects that they want from you but no one or at least i don't know if you're high like your graphic design the other person you're working with or whatever my my like my immediate team definitely is really good about what you're saying but it's more just like from the top that's not the purpose of i was gonna say yeah like the company the company isn't a graphic design company the company at large isn't there to further graphic design things and to like teach their staff all there is to know like so that's different like mine is all it's all videography it's all editing it's all business it's all marketing stuff like it's all things that i need to know for my for my future for my career for what i want to do and therefore that is the value that's added on top of the lack of pay that i have and that's and I value that more than pay. I would be valuing that over not getting like paid at all. So, but right. it's different for you since you're not getting as much of that value. You're getting a little bit of it because you have a team of like, you know, your direct higher up 
that is helping you with things, showing you certain things based off of what their needs are, but you don't have it on the full spectrum. Therefore, it's harder to justify putting in after hours time on something that you're not getting any more of a benefit out of other than a full-time job. Yeah. And I think I, you know, obviously like if I want to be at this company for the next 30 years, I'd be killing myself right now getting all this shit done. Yeah. And then, and then some, cause then I'd be like trying to work my way up. But this to me, is just like, okay, I'm building up a job at a corporate position and I'm trying to like build a resume and you're building like, a resume for, further my career and stuff like that. Exactly. And so to me, I'm just like, okay. Yeah. I, I yeah. We'll, we'll see. I think um, I'll try to get some shit done um, to maybe compensate for the fact that shit's taking a while. Yeah, dude. But we'll, we'll see, man. I don't know. It's just, it's a weird it's a weird place to be. And it's, it's a new problem to have. I've never had this. My old job was a totally opposite story where oh, <laughs> they just oh, weren't yeah. giving me enough shit to do. So it's an interesting. It's a cool place it's good to experience. I was going to say, know, uh, take it at its face value, whereas it's something that you're experiencing now so that when it occurs in the future, if it occurs in the future, you know how to handle it and you, you've been through it. So like that's yeah. regardless of what's going on is a good takeaway from anything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, dude. Um, oh, I have one last thing to say before we close out. I know we're like at an hour and 10 right now. Mm. Um, I just wanted to bring up real, real quick because I don't have too much information on it. But do you remember that old video of that hiker that was like, smash, smash, smash. You don't no. remember that guy? I remember, I vividly remember you uh, quoting that video. It's like this guy <laughs> with like a bandana over his hair. And he's like, he looks like a hitchhiker. He looks a little like kind of dirty, kind of hippie-ish <laughs> looking. And it's like a news, like a, a, a live newscasting from the field of some attack that occurred and he helped stop the attack. And it's him. Okay. He's like, yeah, so I came up to the guy, you know, I, I was trying to help. And, you know, I just took my thing and I was like, smash, smash, smash. <laughs> I don't remember, but I, How do you I, not found, remember? It, I, got, I found it and I... I... I'm going to watch it right after okay. we finish, for sure. Well, they turned it into a documentary on Netflix. What the hell? So that's the, so that's the, okay. It's not as fun now because I thought you would have remembered this guy. <laughs> but this was like huge. This was like one of the funniest videos ever. Little did I know, and because I didn't look anything into the video. Little did I know that this guy killed that person. Oh my God. This So basically what happened was, I don't know if this was like on the street or what, but some guy was attacking people. I don't know if it was specific or what, but he the guy had already killed one person and was attacking a woman when this hitchhiker came up with an axe and hit him three times with an axe. Oh my God. And, and, and now there's a whole documentary on it and everything. That's insane. I, it, I, it, I know I found the right video now because I saw the axe. Uh, I'm certain I've seen it. I, I believe you wholeheartedly. I just do not remember. It just, what year? What was this from? Oh, God. I don't hear. What is it? A, a very long time ago. Back in the day, as they say. Yeah, like, here. It, the, the documentary is called The Hatchet-Wielding Hitchhiker. 
Um, <laughs> the hash slinging slash slinging. <laughs> it happened in 2013. Um, okay, so a long time ago. That's what I'm, uh, Mike. I'm not kidding you when I tell you like this was like huge. I mean, he was on uh, Doctor Phil. Like this, this was covered everywhere, and it became so huge because it was hilarious the way that this guy <laughs> talked about hitting this guy, this man with an axe, <laughs> and he murdered him. I, I'm almost... obviously he murdered a bad guy who was assaulting people on the street, but he. Um, did yeah. he, did he, like, did anything bad happen? Was the, is the general vibe that he did the right thing in the end, even though it was horrible? Or is he, like, going no. to jail for murder? No, no, like, I don't, nothing ever, I don't think anything happened to the guide. Uh, here, here, this is the whole thing. Um, recounts. Uh, he had been hitchhiking and was picked up by Jet Simmons McBride, uh, who he describes him as like weighing 300 pounds and claimed to be Jesus Christ. Uh, as they are driving, McBride tells. It's so hard because both their names start with Mick. McBride <laughs> and McGilvery. Fucking Irish people. <laughs> uh, so he tells him that he once raped a 14 year old girl in the Virgin Islands while on a business trip mcbride then crashes into a pedestrian at an intersection pinning the oh so this is what happened pinning the pedestrian against the rear of a parked truck and the front of the vehicle mcbride is driving um the hitchhiker jumps out of the car to help the pedestrian while mcbride remains in the car when a bystander arrives on the scene to help mcbride jumps out of the jumps out and attacks her in a bear hug Sensing the woman's life might be in danger and believing the man could snap her neck like a pencil stick, quote. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm telling this guy is so interesting. Uh, <laughs> Mick McGilvery, the hitchhiker, removes a hatchet from his backpack and repeatedly strikes McBride in the back of the head. In the video, McGilvery describes the hatchet blows with the words smash, 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 <laughs> while he reenacts the overhead swings. Okay, I think I know exactly the video, but I know ex I think I the cadence was what really got okay. Yeah, smash, smash, smash. Yeah, I definitely understand now. So I didn't know the story of this. Yeah, so Apparently, that's the whole Jesus story. Christ came back for a second time, and he was raping people in the Virgin Islands. Dude, like awful person. What the hell? And now I want to watch this documentary because all I remember of it is just the video of him saying smash. What a weird world we live in where that has a full documentary on Netflix. Um, I'm not saying it's not I'm not saying it's not worth the you know. Oh oh he was sentenced to murder. Wow. Wow. He was sentenced to murder for five years. Wow. Um and but yeah, there was like a whole like fundraiser made for him because people saw him as a hero rather than uh, a killer. Yeah, 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 that's crazy. I'm going to watch this whole thing. Everyone go watch this documentary. We're sponsored by them. I'm, I'm at least going to watch the video that it spawns the documentary. Yeah. And I just want to say, um, if you think you have any kind of crazy genes that might produce anybody who's similar to these people in this story please wear a condom please have or the premonition and, 
get a get a vasectomy or something. Go to a know, psychic, please, get a psychic sorry. reading, and have them tell you that your spawn is going to be a murderer, and then wear a condom because you know that your spawn's going to be a murderer. Yeah, you need to confirm it with a with a medium. Go to a medium or or a, or a psychic. Well, a medium would be a dead person. Go to a person, psych ward sorry. and wear a condom. <laughs> Don't do anything, just stand there. <laughs>